Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio. We're into June already. Hard to believe the month of May came and went. Uh, mercifully, I guess, it was rather cool and damp most of the time. Uh, Going to curtail the sense of summer, though. I hate to say it, but uh, we're like three weeks out and the days start getting shorter again. Yee. Well, so enjoy while we can. And uh, patio weather is just around the corner. I guess, you know, uh, everybody's also thinking along the terms of, you know, uh, maybe accessing the local beer distributorship and uh, stocking up for the patio season, as I say, the weekends, uh, you go up to the cottage and so on and so forth. But the beer distribution question in this province has really become a lightning rod. Uh, And we just heard Danny mentioning where uh, the reports... Uh, against the government's initiative to reform the system have been drawing some flack and the feeling from the finance minister, Mr. Fideli, is effectively that this is just you know, uh, a, collusion, uh, uh, a collusion, I guess, on the part of the big uh, beer companies uh, who own the beer store. Effectively, it's a quasi-monopoly. We know that full well. Well, the man who's entrusted with pointing out why we ought to uh, dismantle this quasi-monopoly and uh, give greater access to the craft brewers in the province, for example, is Ken Hughes, a special advisor who delivered a recent report on alcohol distribution to the Premier of Ontario. Mr. Hughes has joined the Oakley Show this afternoon at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Hughes, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. How are you today? I'm very good. Very good. And I'm uh, really pleased that we have you on here because there are some pressing concerns or questions. I mean, we've been following this file. We've had uh, numerous discussions about it and calls have been coming in. The question, I guess, is, and look, the uh, fear is that this is going to cost the taxpayer hundreds of millions of dollars to break the contract with the beer store. Uh, I mean, do you want to uh, disabuse us of that notion or what are your thoughts on that, first of all? Sure, I'd be uh, pleased to. Uh, well, there, there's a parliamentary uh, practice and uh, uh, expectation that one parliament cannot bind a future parliament. And so the legislature of Ontario had certain commitments that they passed in the previous uh, session uh, with under a previous government, but that doesn't necessarily bind the current government. And that's why the government uh, was in a position to introduce legislation last week. Well, and yet uh, the other side says, but that was also a proviso in that clause of the contract saying a subsequent government couldn't even break the contract. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, you can't, you, you, you can't expect that to actually hold, uh, even though you can, lawyers can draft up fancy, legislate, uh, fancy wording, but that doesn't mean that they can bind a government. All right. Uh, so regardless to your and, mind... And irrespective, uh, you know, it's it's premature and irresponsible to be throwing around numbers that they've been throwing around uh, from the, the big beer companies that, uh, you know, report to head office outside of Canada somewhere. Uh, it's irresponsible to be, be throwing around numbers like that and frightening their own employees at the beer store. Well, all right. And so I guess we could say, as we have concluded in the past, that it's already being litigated in the court of public opinion. But, uh, well, uh, you know, and I don't know if it's worth testing in the court here in Ontario if it comes to that. But uh, nonetheless, there's an upside, you say. It's a dramatic upside. What is that point? 
Well, there's a number of uh, upsides to this. Uh, one, uh, you know, the, the, the commitment of the uh, of the government, uh, the premier, in the last election was to improve choice and convenience and and uh, get to a fairer model of how uh, beer and wine are distributed in Ontario. Well, beer in particular. Uh, and uh, to get beer and wine into corner stores and gro- more grocery stores and, and other retail outlets. Ontario has the most restrictive uh, regime in all of Canada, uh, probably in all of North America, in terms of uh, how many stores there are per 10,000 people. Well, all right. And so uh, your experience is born out of Alberta, where uh, distribution is kind of a hybrid system, isn't it? Well, uh, you know, my experience comes from having studied all of, you know, upon taking on this role, I looked at models right across the country. I I think that uh, the model that we're looking at here for Ontario is closer to what goes on in British Columbia, uh, where they also have a wine and a domestic wine industry. Of course, we have no no large domestic wine industry in Alberta, and uh, there's not much in, uh, in Quebec. But, you know, we've, uh, my advice is, you know what, the LCBO is doing a good job. It's well regarded. Uh, don't, uh, don't play with that uh, and uh, don't change that. But do go ahead and find ways to expand uh, retail outlets so it's more convenient and there's greater choice for the folks of Ontario. Well, and so uh, when we talk about the Alberta experience or the model there, uh, did prices of beer fall, and how are they relative to Ontario right now? Well, I think the better model is actually Quebec uh, because it's right next door to Ontario, and it's a big market. Alberta is a smaller market. Uh, uh, Quebec is a big market, and uh, while well, you know you can, everybody can pick their own reports and stuff. Uh, I would point people towards the Retail Council of Canada report, which demonstrates that. You know, for the study they did, suggested that uh, beer is 8% less expensive in Quebec than it is in Ontario. Well, yeah, and in response to the Retail Council of Canada and your report as well, uh, somebody who did some consulting work for the beer store uh, was on with us last week and said the real price disparity is rooted in the amount of tax. Uh, Is that true that we're, uh, you know, we're taxed inordinately high here in Ontario on the price of beer? Well, uh, tax is only one factor, but there's clearly uh, what we can see. I mean, this arrangement with the beer store is unique, perhaps in the world. I've not, I couldn't find anywhere else where a government has given the trust of, of responsibility for distributing beer in a jurisdiction anywhere. The size of Ontario, it's a big market, and uh, as a result, they've used that uh, near monopoly to their advantage and to the disadvantage of the, the local craft brewery industry and to the disadvantage of the consumer. It's a remarkable scenario. It's completely unacceptable. So I'm kind of curious, is this a political or an economic decision that the government is, uh, you know, you're involved in here, or is it both? Oh, it's all of that. I mean, clearly the government made a commitment in the, in the last election and they uh, have a clear uh, obligation uh, in their sense to actually proceed with it. When I look at this, I can see that there's a political commitment, but there's also a huge economic upside. Of, uh, you know, the Retail Council report suggested billions of dollars in, in lift in economic activity by expanding the capacity in the retail sector 
But I would make the argument that actually if you allowed and enabled the the craft brewery industry to really thrive in this province, if you gave them access to the market, which the beer store does not, then we would be able to celebrate a really robust and much bigger uh, craft beer industry in Ontario. Well, let's follow up on that then, because I understand uh, the earlier reports that suggested there's only like 2% of sales in the beer store uh, for craft brewers, but in fact, consumption uh, outpaces that number. Tell me about it. Well, uh, of all the beers sold, you got it right. Of all the beers sold through the beer store, only 2% is craft beer. If you look at the LCBO, 10% of all the beer sold is craft uh, beer. If you look at the at the uh, the grocery stores, the grocery sector, uh, 15% of all beer sold is craft beer. And that's where you've got a really open market that's competitive, and they're, they're providing people what they want. Again, Ken Hughes is with us. He's a special advisor who delivered this recent report on alcohol distribution in the province of Ontario uh, and suggesting this is the way we need to reform the system, open it up. Craft brewers would be the beneficiaries of the system, uh, consumer choice as well. And there was talk earlier of jobs, like 9,100 jobs would be created, although that was disputed by the spokesperson from uh, who represented on the study discounting yours in the Retail Council of Canada study, suggesting that was like uh, voodoo numbers. It didn't make sense. How do you uh, suggest that 9,100 jobs or whatever the approximate number would be would be created? Well, those are the numbers in the Retail Council. Um, uh, but I, I would contend that there would be substantial... When you have economic uh, act, greater economic activity, whether it's through the retail sector that the Retail Council speaks to, or whether you see it through the growth of the craft brewery or even the craft winery business, uh, there is a lot of economic activity here that will create a lot of jobs for people in Ontario. It's an overall, it's a net real growth story for Ontario. All right, and so best case scenario, uh, how do you, uh, how soon do you see this new system, this new paradigm being implemented? Well, I think we're going to try, you know, the government of Ontario is going to try to implement uh, things as quickly as they can. Um, uh, more details to come. Uh, you know, my report just was uh, revealed by the minister uh, last week. We're now working more into the details on how we roll out, what we can roll out. Uh, but we're going to be, uh, I'm, I'm recommending that the government roll things out as quickly as they can. And, you know, we're talking now uh, about the next few months. I'm sure you're anticipating fierce resistance. We've already seen <laughs> certain examples of that, haven't we? Well, you know what? All progress is made by people who have a view of where things should go, and there's going to be resistance for sure. But uh, this is progress. This is uh, creating uh, uh, economic uh, opportunities and jobs for real people in Ontario. And sometimes those jobs are in communities where there aren't very many jobs. So this is an important uh, economic generator for for people in the province. And the length of the contract that currently exists with six more years to run, not worth waiting for that to lapse? Well, why would you wait when you have the opportunity to create billions of dollars of upside for the economy? Why would you wait for that? Well, 
again, the answer to that, I guess, as I, I get it, is that this would cost us untold hundreds of millions to uh, tear this thing up, yeah. but you discounted yeah. that right off the hop. Yeah. Well, we'll watch. We'll watch with interest as we've been following this file. I appreciate you coming on and giving your side of the story today to uh, our audience. Thank you, Ken. Well, John, thank you very much for the opportunity. All right, we'll follow up. Ken Hughes, again, is a special advisor who delivered this report, his report anyway, to uh, the government along with the Retail Council of Canada's report. that cited increase in jobs. He says it's a boon to the economy, as you just heard. Craft brewers are quite chuffed by this development, but of course, the quasi-monopoly that is a beer store, not, not so much so. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.